cool. Welcome everybody. This is Supreme Being, uh, the podcast. And, you know, I'm just going to continue along what I was talking about so far, uh, just kind of shooting the shit with everybody. First three announcements as always. Uh, this podcast is on every major platform now, including Stitcher. Make sure you subscribe on all the platforms, Spotify, Google Play, and all that. It is sponsored by Team BC, my real estate team, right? Anything you need worldwide that has anything to do with real estate, make sure you contact us, teambcsold.com. You can email us at teambcsold at gmail. Modern Success is also a sponsor of this. We have over 170 members right now. Go to briancasella.com and go to the coaching tab and sign up. I don't care who you are or where you're from. It'll transform you, that's for sure. And we have one of the biggest and best group of people you can find if you're looking to improve in all areas of life, okay? And lastly, EXP Realty for all you real estate agents. Make sure you message me. We're recruiting a ton of people into the company. It really is the real deal, okay? So I was talking about uh, the fact that I don't really prepare anything as far as when I speak. And I did that also at the California Association of Realtors. They invited me to speak out for 45 minutes a few weeks ago. I had like nine or 10 people from Modern Success show up, which was, which was really cool. But I had one or two things maybe floating around in my head, but the speech was not prepared. And same thing with this podcast or anything else. I never prepared, right? I did in the beginning, but now I have one or two ideas and boom, I just start talking. And I can go on and on and on, right? And part of that is the level of comfort that I have attained from speaking a lot. Uh, another one is I'm constantly studying and learning. So by virtue of that, I will never run out of things to talk about. I'm constantly challenging my own beliefs and philosophies and taking it to the next level. So then that's a new experience as you're working and taking action that accumulates experience and gives you things to talk about because you can reference uh, what you're doing. So there's always stuff to talk about, right? And I know a lot of people always run out of things to say when they do events or if they're thinking about doing content. I just wanted to touch on that because one of the reasons that I know I'm always going to be around is that can be denied. There's always a new chapter being written and being told. And somebody who's not doing anything does not have that ability. Okay. So remember that. That's why one of the hidden benefits of doing video and, and, and pushing stuff on social media, especially when it comes to business, is as you create and you put a lot of content out consistent, uh, consistently, you are automatically, by virtue of that, and what I just said, you're considered a winner. You're considered somebody who's winning. Okay. You may not be the best business in the world, but by virtue of you constantly putting stuff out, they're thinking, wow, this person's moving and shaking. They're doing something. So that builds your credibility over time. Okay. What I want to talk about today is I've talked about this recently and in regards to people's way of being, people's attitudes, um, Something has to be understood, right? It's almost become cliche and cool now to walk around saying, oh, I don't give a fuck about what people say and I don't give a shit about their opinions and this and that. Like recently, uh, I've seen this meme before, but you know, Pablo showed it to me. Uh, it shows uh, somebody trying to say that a style and your image isn't important. And it puts three people, right? It puts like Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, and this other um, Asian dude. I don't know who he is, but I know he's like super wealthy. Um, you guys have seen the meme and it's like, oh, they don't have any jewelry on and this and that and, you know, image doesn't mean shit. And I'm just sitting there like, oh my God, even me, right? Regardless of where I would be, you know, I've, I've studied a lot of Pablo stuff regarding image, but even just as somebody who can logically piece stuff together, I immediately looked at that meme the first time. And I think the first time I saw it was probably years ago. And I said, they pick three fucking billionaires to put on that meme. 
This isn't the average everyday citizen. So yes, they can walk around saying, I don't give a shit. I can wear sweats and a shirt and, and, and not look good. But that's okay. They're fucking billionaires. They're billionaires. They can break the rules, right? Now, have that same outfit on a guy, an average dude on the street walking in for a job, for an example, or to say, oh, I'm successful. And they start preaching on the street. Man, no, you, if you want to be successful, you got to do this. What are people going to do? They're going to drive by and laugh at him and say, pack it up, buddy. You're a fucking bum. You're a nobody. I've shared this with you guys before, the example of how people respond to those things, right? Like the guy in the suit who would illegally jaywalk and people would follow him because that signifies authority. So we have to now think when these things are said, yes, I'm somebody who doesn't give a fuck what anybody has to think about me. And I know my parents watch this and they listen to this and they're probably shaking their head like, oh man, he cusses too much and this and that. That's fine. But there's a protocol to certain things. And another example is people who who are my teachers, my mentors, people whose opinion I value. I actually give a shit what they think, okay? When I go to box my trainer, I give a shit what he says and I listen to what the fuck he says, even if I don't like it. My mentors in business and life and everything else, I go to them. If they say, bro, I don't like what you're doing there, I'm all ears, oh shit, what don't you like about it? You see, people are missing that, that, that datum. If it's the, what they do, what people do is a mistake, is they hold everybody's opinion and judgments the same. That's incorrect. That's incorrect. How are you gonna put your mentor's advice and some piece of shit online troll's advice on the same level? Does that make any sense as I describe that to you? You would say, well, no, of course not. My mentor, I pay, pay them or whatever, and I value their opinion. Yet, you will change what you do how you look and what you say based on what that fucking troll thinks. Because in the back of your mind, you're like, ah, I don't want to say that on the video. I don't want to do this. I don't want to wear the, the pink or the red pants because that one person might talk shit and might not like it or draw too much attention to. Or I don't want to go after what I want to do because so-and-so might have a, an opinion about it. And, it. and in most cases, the troll, their opinion is weighted heavier than your mentor or somebody you look up to's opinion. And that's sad. It's actually the fucking opposite. Because this person who you admire will tell you, do it. And then one or two people who have zero stake or stock in your life, don't pay your fucking bills. You don't have any, any interactions with them. They bring no value to your life. You'll listen to them over the mentor. And then I'm sitting there like, I experienced this. I've tell, told many of you online, probably some people watching, and I've given you advice, and you didn't take my advice, and you took somebody else's advice, and then you messaged me later saying, fuck, I should have listened to you. That's this exact thing that I'm talking about. And I sit there like, I told you so. And I'm sitting there almost like, dude, why would you even ask me for advice if you listen to that person? Well, I heard from mommy and daddy about this or whatever. So if you come to me for real estate or business advice or whatever it is that I'm considered an authority in, you have to weigh that more heavily than some outside opinion, unless in this example, your parents have more experience than me or more success in that thing. Cool. But just because they have the authority in that case, oh, it's mommy and daddy, oh, it's my cousin, oh, it's this and that, that doesn't mean shit. You've heard the saying from me before, you only accept criticism or advice or whatever you wanna use there, that word, from qualified individuals. That's this. 
Now, a lot of people run around saying, yeah, I understand, I understand, I understand. But where in your life? You may in one category be following this and in other categories you're not. And where you don't follow it, that's where the issue is. Now, somebody said, bottom line, do whatever you want to do. Yes and no. Because somebody reading that statement won't apply what I just said, right? I look and I really am critical. Okay, mentor's giving me advice and I'm listening. Yeah, you can still have the ultimate decision, but I know, hey, this person has 20,000 more hours in this endeavor than me. They probably have something good to say. Of course, you're always the authority, but I'm really gonna listen to that. In all these areas, the mentor, the teacher. Now, again, I post something on social media. You'll get a bunch of likes, a bunch of good comments, a bunch of bad comments. But you'll focus on the two or three bad comments instead of the hundred good comments, right? Now, somebody on Instagram said, who are you talking to? This is my podcast, my friend. Subscribe to it, Supreme Being. How do you not know at this point? Every Monday and Wednesday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So, we're wired to do that, but I urge you all, I urge you all to start paying very close attention to this. The moment I really started 100% doing what I'm telling you, my life completely transformed because I realized I was basing my actions, making my decisions, the clothes that I wore, the car that I was looking at, the goals and stuff that I would go after, how I spoke, and all the littlest details that add up and create you based on the troll's opinion or someone else's. An unqualified individual who didn't know shit about what they were talking about because the whole fucking population talks about, well, it's just the way it is. Have any of you ever, by the way, challenged? Have any of you ever challenged information coming at you? Oh, oh, Brian, do this. Okay, why? Who, who said I'm supposed to do it that way? Is that the, actually confirmed the right way to do it? Or are you just telling me what the next person said? Oh, no, you can't do that. You can't question it. It's rude. What? This is my fucking life. I'm going to take your information and just accept it at face value. Because you're my cousin or you're this person or you have a diploma in this. No, I'm still going to challenge it. I'm still going to question it to confirm that it's a verified source or that you're giving me the right information. How much have you guys applied to get to where you're at now? And years later, you look back and say, fuck that datum that I got. That information was perverted. It was wrong. And fuck, it led me down the wrong path. How many people come to my YouTube channel with the disgustingly amount of low views that I get because I know YouTube censors and all that bullshit and they don't want people who cuss and represent anything edgy like me to, be, to have a big audience. Right? How do people come to me and say, fuck, I learned the wrong way about real estate or sales or mindset for five years and I finally found you. I have people coming to me now on YouTube, guys, who are 40, 50, 60 saying, fuck, man, you figured it out at a very young age. I wish I would have found you sooner or I wish I would have stumbled across a lot of the information you're talking about. From someone else or at another time and I'm finding out now. Now, it's still good that they're finding out. Right, because at 40, 50, 60, you still have plenty of life to live and you can do a lot. But we have to make sure that the path that we've designated ourselves to walk 
and follow is for sure the right path. You're not just following a line of people like, and someone asks you, oh, is this the right path? You're like, well, I'm just following them. Yeah, I mean, if they're doing it, it must be the right path. That's what everyone else is doing. And I woke up to that fact a couple of years ago and I was like, wait, fuck. Had I not, I wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't be anywhere near where I'm at. I'd probably be making 40, 50 grand a year. I'd be miserable as fuck. I'd probably be uh, married and have kids, which again, there's nothing wrong with that or anything that I just said. It's just not what I would want to do. So now I compare those realities and I'm so glad I'm over here. However, however, what I'm telling you in creating this reality, which is what you really want, you are going to be met with a lot of resistance and opposition. Because again, you're going from the path where everybody's just walking, mindlessly following each other, to now over here and everyone's like, what are you doing over there? And I've said this before to you guys, the moment you go over there and you step away from the pack, you're shamed. You're shamed. What happened in grade school? Ah, loner, loser. Oh look, you don't have a designer shirt on, you have a Marshall shirt on. Fuck them, dude. And then we actually cared and we felt bad. And we see this perpetuated in movies. You have to be part of the fucking popular clique or the cool clique. You can't eat lunch or dinner alone. If you are, you're a fucking loner loser and you have no friends. I wish I was flipped when me, we could say me, like I had a kid who was going up in school and I could give him advice and I'd make him a fucking monster, right? But we're just, we're just the next year crop of people, the next crop, the next crop, the next crop. And our parents didn't instill this in us for the most part. Maybe some of you, they have, and that's great. I would tell my son or daughter, have the courage to walk alone and be alone. You're not a loser. They're just saying that because they don't have the balls or the courage or the ability to do what you're doing and be by themselves. What's wrong with going out, for example, at night alone? I've done it before. I do it all the time and I socialize with people. But if I told people that I was out alone, a lot of people would say loser or whatever. So that shit carries into adulthood. How pathetic is that? I'm a loser because I want to go out. A lot of times it was because other motherfuckers didn't want to go out. And I was like, fuck you pussies. Everybody wants to stay home. I'm going to go out and socialize and interact with the world. And now doing that, which again, by yourself, how many people on here probably wouldn't even go out by themselves because they're afraid to approach people and talk to strangers. So now we're stuck in this fucking, this middle part, right? But in these cases, you don't give a fuck. I don't care if they reject me. I don't care what happens. I'm going to do me. I'm not going to let someone else's opinion or views or another individual impose on my freedoms. Now you say, of course, this is said with common sense that you're not going to break laws. I'm not going to go out and just kill people because I feel like it or anything like that. We live by the laws of the land, of course. But I'm going to do, I'm going to expand, I'm going to create, I'm going to go engage with, engage with life as much as possible, right? And I strive to push those boundaries every day and do more and more and more and more. That's why I love the challenge of somebody saying, I can't do something or explore an uncharted territory that's, well, no one's ever done that. No one's ever done real estate shit on YouTube and then done what you did. Fuck it. I'll be the first one. Why not? Why can't we grab a bull by the horns and do it? Oh, well, people are scared. There's always some excuse. 
Yet when those feats are accomplished, all of a sudden it becomes easy and a bunch of people do it, like the four minute mile. It was impossible. Then when one guy did it, within a year, I think like 15 or 20 people did it or some shit like that. That's proof of that. So that first guy that broke the four minute mile said, I don't give a shit what any of you tell me, I'm gonna fucking do it. And those are the pioneers that create waves of change and form these chapters or pivotal points in the history of man. But nobody wants to admit it. And we look over this fact. Those individuals did not give a fuck what people thought about them or said about them. So in these moments where you might be questioning it or it's your first time saying, you know what, I'm a little bit uncomfortable about, you know, posting this stuff on social media or saying this or standing up for myself is when you have to remember that. Remember the quote, if you haven't seen the movie, Troy, great movie. Little kid goes to wake up Achilles in the movie, which is Brad Pitt. And then he's getting on the horse and putting his armor on and shit and grabbing his sword. And the guy's like, oh man, the man you're fighting, he's the biggest man I've ever seen. I wouldn't want to fight him. And Brad Pitt looks at him and says, and that's why no one will ever remember your name. Pivotal moment right there. Achilles tackles. Obviously, he goes to that battle and fucks that guy up. You know, of course, supposedly he was half god or whatever, a demigod. That's besides the point. He confronted that challenge. He confronted the walking off and being by yourself. Doing that first thing. Going against what everyone else is saying. Because if it was up to everybody else, he wouldn't have fought, right? Oh, that guy's too big. You can't kill him. So where, where is the disconnect for us? It's because we're stuck in that middle point. If you do it, you're shamed. If you don't do it, it's okay. So people are one foot in, one foot out. Now, the proper strategic way to do it is you say this. You say, yes, I don't give a fuck, except in certain scenarios. You flip the script of the exception to the rule. Most people live their lives just by the exception to the rule, but in the opposite fashion. I'm telling you to flip it. And if you understand that, you're going to live a lot more of a fulfilling life you're going to be able to do a lot more and you're going to have less restrictions on you. And the deeper you get into this, the more you realize it is 100% a mental game, right? Which is another reason I'm not so popular on a lot of outlets and social media and that kind of stuff because everyone else is standing in front of the Lambo telling you they have three biggest tips for success in real estate and investing and this and that. I don't do that shit. I enjoy my cars for sure. But I tell you, it's all a mindset thing, an inner game. And people, ah, well, I don't understand that. Just give me the script and this and that. Well, the script isn't going to get you to be able to stand over there by yourself and feel comfortable. And ain't going to do that for you. Sorry. And then when people get beat up and chewed up and spat out over and over and over, finally, when they get kicked to submission is when they come to me and say, okay, master, please teach me the mental aspect of it. And I'm like, okay, cool. But that's when I want them. I don't want them when they're like, oh, this whole inner game shit, eh, I don't know about that. Seems like all hocus pocus to me and bullshit. Cool, I don't want that student. I willingly kick people out of my shit. If somebody's not engaging, if someone I feel is half in, half out, I kick them out of my shit, I don't care if they're paying. 
I don't care. I want good students and that's it. That's why my program has 170 and not a thousand. So understand, understand. that the more aware you are throughout the day in these pivotal moments, the more control you're gonna have. You need to be aware that if you're feeling uncomfortable in that moment of being alone, that it's that dynamic that I just explained to you, that of course they're attacking me and shaming me. I'm doing something they wouldn't do. So even though even though they're attacking me and I don't feel comfortable, I know where I know the source of this feeling of discomfort. So it's okay. I can now be in it calmly and not resist it. Because no matter what, those emotions and all the shit that goes through your mind is still gonna happen. Right? I have moments where I'm scared or have anxiety or feel fear, just like everybody else, just like you guys do. All the time. I just don't fight with it. I don't deal with it the way everybody else deals with it. I deal with it my way. I'm not gonna say necessarily it's the best way, but it works much more effectively than it does for 99% of people. And as you peel back the layers and understand more, it gets easier and easier and easier. But one age old cliche you always hear is get comfortable feeling uncomfortable. Well, that's easier said than done for most people, but there's a process to that. Right, And the main focal point of that process is to put yourself in that position. Again, like I mentioned at school, you purposely be by yourself. You go eat lunch by yourself. You put yourself in that position for people to look at you and stare and say, oh, who's this loner? Because even if you do that right, if you do that right, if you do that right, then you, you become the character in the movies where everyone's looking at him like, oh man, that guy's cool. Like the new kid in school who has a different look and might look edgy. If he didn't act right, if he acted weird, they would call him a loner and a loser, but because he acts a certain way and he seems so comfortable being alone, people start questioning and they're like, wait, wow, he's cool. He doesn't even want to hang out with everybody. And now you flip the fucking script on them, right? That's why in the beginning, I got so much fucking hate and resistance for doing what I do. Oh, you have earrings. Oh, you do this. Oh, you wear chains. Uh, you dress differently. Eh. And now it's cool. Now everybody wants to fucking be free on social media, especially if they're in the business game and talk shit and this and that and be more open. Great. I was able to usher in and allow people now because I broke that mold to help people do that. Perfect. And I've seen the transition. I used to speak on panels and be the odd one out. Now I see more people who are open, right? Or different, we can say. But we had to go through that, right? It goes from hate to complete, just, oh my God, cool, I wanna do it, I wanna do it. Because in the beginning, it's how long is this person gonna last? There's always that question mark over them. Same thing in the case of the guy being alone in school. There's a question mark, who is he, what is he about? But as time goes on and they stay congruent and they stay at it and they stay the course, then eventually attention goes. Imagine the path example I gave you in the beginning. Everybody's mindlessly following each other. Another guy takes a path then he doesn't come back. Some people are gonna be like, damn, well obviously that guy went another way and he's probably having success. I'm curious, let's go, let's find him. That must be the right way. And slowly but surely some people will be going. 
So again, when it comes to not giving a fuck, of course, right? We have to have that about us. However, you have to understand protocols and, and, and the right people to actually give a shit about their opinion, when to turn it on and when to turn it off, right? Imagine if any of us get invited to the White House. You think I'm gonna go to the White House saying, what's up motherfuckers, fuck you, I don't like you, I don't like you, no. And you think I'm gonna show up dressed like shit? No, because there's a protocol. One of the age old rules of social dynamics. You don't violate the environment that you're in, period. Age old rule. I'm not gonna violate the environment. I'm gonna thrive in the environment, but that's done with strategy. I can still follow that protocol and still exhibit not giving a fuck because I'm not kissing anybody's ass, right? I understand that it's just the protocol and I'm not conforming to anything. So what happens is a lot of people will now achieve their freedom or they're like, man, you know, that, that's totally true. I need to stop giving a shit. And they go off the deep end and they go on the opposite end and they're like, fuck you. Da, da, da. And now they go, they purposely become this like over rebel, right? In this case of not giving a shit. And instead of just saying, okay, I have that power now, they just go off the deep end and they go crazy opposite side. You have to find that, that middle part of the pendulum, right? On one end of the pendulum, law of rhythm, right? One of the seven laws of alchemy. Over here, you're, you're compressed and you're miserable and you're restricted. And what do people do? They go on the opposite end. Boom! And then they're like, fuck you. And they become this monster and just fuck the world. You need to find that middle part that goes like this. And with that, you find the right position. You'll have less, less peaks and valleys of emotions and you'll be more stable, more grounded. And now this understanding of not giving a shit, you know how to apply on the highest levels. And then you can practice and do it over and over and over. And you start to figure this thing out. Now you'll see how people respond to you differently. People don't respond to me now like they did last month or last year or five years ago. It's different. It's different. It's totally different. The way the average person gets approached or is perceived, I'm not perceived in that manner, nor approached. I can just go out now, even in an environment where people don't know me, and just the way that I move and carry myself, I will be approached by people, for sure. It's, I've never gone out in the last two, three years and not been approached by people. It's not a surprise. Or, when I talk to people and interact with people, they respond completely differently than they do to the average person. So, people will say, well, why? Well, internal, internal transformation, internal frames that are stronger that any external frame brought your way, hold their ground. And by virtue of that, the environment and those around must respond. Because where they normally impose their frame on this individual, this new one, me in this case, doesn't stand or shake with this coming. 
So eventually it has to assimilate to this new being. And when that happens, the ripple effect goes into place, and now it's like, whoa, the environment changes. People notice it. People feel the vibe, right? Especially women. Women will be more vocal about it. Man, your energy's different, da-da-da. Get that shit all the time, whether somebody's spiritual or not. So whether people believe in it or not is irrelevant. I work with this shit because it's there. If somebody doesn't believe in it, good. I have an advantage because I know something and I'm aware of something that they're not. We circle back and we're back to awareness. More aware you are, the more, as in layman's terms, they say nowadays, the more woke you are. But 90% of the people walking around saying they're woke are just brainless idiots who think they're woke, but they're actually in the same fucking position as everybody else. Pathetic. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we'll wrap up the podcast and I will open it up to Q&A now. If you have any questions on Zoom, on Instagram, I'm open. How do we maintain awareness consistently? You have to work on that. When you have moments of being not aware, you have to start catching them. And the quicker you start catching them, the more you'll be aware. And eventually the scale will tip. What do you, when do you know you're wasting your time with the client? Right away. Right away. Dapper, right away. And I cut them off. Triggers. I don't know what you mean by triggers to state yourself. When you're unaware, you'll know because you'll catch yourself daydreaming. When's the last time you drove and then you just spaced out for a couple moments? That's when you're not aware. You have to catch it. Is it appropriate to door knock in a luxury market? It's appropriate to door knock anywhere. For those of you who have followed me for years, you remember the, the pictures that I posted on Facebook and Instagram of me door knocking in Beverly Hills and I'd go once a week for a couple hours and after a couple weeks, I'd put a deal together from door knocking one day a week for a couple hours. It works. 19-year-old agent, you have any advice? Stop worrying about your age and go to my YouTube and apply everything I teach. And any of you, any of you who are here online or on this podcast listening to the recording, you need to get on Modern Success immediately. Going to start the real estate course in Atlanta. I love your videos and I study from them heavily. Cool. Awesome, Fendi. When you're higher aware and you're being super social, do you think it's ever a bad thing? No. If it's ever a bad thing, it's outside perception of it being a bad thing. Because people will start becoming insecure that you're so social and they'll think, oh, he's hitting on my girl. or Oh, who, the, who is he trying to be? It's their problem, not yours. Can you go straight into a luxury market as a new agent? Why wouldn't you be able to? If you think you can, you will. If you think you can't, you won't. Nope, I'm not doing Forex, don't know anything about it. How much is it? Modern Success is only $97 a month. It's on briancasella.com. Go to the coaching tab. Took your advice on cold calling, got a listing after talking to only 30 people. Well, it works. Proof is in the pudding. So many people are doing it. I know people who just started calling within days of getting their license and get listings and deals, just applying the basic shit that I teach on YouTube for free. Uh, compound effect, great book. Do women approach you in LA? Yes, I do get approached. Modern Success is $97 a month. It's very cheap. For what I give, very cheap. Price is going up soon. Um, I know you're constantly growing. How long did it take you to start to see a change in your life once you worked on your inner self? Uh, within six months to a year, Gilbert, for sure. But 
again, I was a very heavily studious person. I studied and applied a lot. What took me six months might take other people years because I was dedicated to doing it every day, not just Monday through Friday, not just 30 minutes a day. It was hours every single day, events, books, immersion, you know, events, seminars, that kind of stuff, all of it. Sometimes in the close and the listing presentation, Clinton, you said you're going to get on modern success, right? Once you get back on bro, some of just a few of the close the deal lectures are going to solve that for you. And then you'll be able to not only close hard, but be silky smooth while you do it. But I can't just answer that in one sentence. Um, if you're going to a community, well, when I went to Beverly Hills, for example, I'm not saying everybody does this, right? But what I did, I would just open the gates and go knock on their door. I didn't get a rude person. People don't believe me when I say that, but I did it, right? Now, if everywhere you go, there's a, a guard and it's a super gated community and you can't get in, then just make calls or mail them or figure something out. You can't door knock every single door, but if you can't, then you'll have to resort to making a call or doing something else. Thank you for all your advice. You're welcome. Also, the Agent Thomas 2-3 course uh, depends, dude. In California, it takes a couple months to, um, to get your license. Uh, who or what did you study? A ton, man. I mean, if you guys watch my content on YouTube, you'll find out. I've interviewed mentors of mine. I've said who I've studied. I give you book recommendations. A lot of you who follow me on Instagram need to follow me heavily on YouTube and watch especially the older videos. It will enlighten you beyond what you think for free. Here we go, Sarah. I think of modern success is my gym membership, therapy session, work info, everything. There we go. There's a testimonial for, for your ass. Hey dude, when you very first started, how long were your listening presentations running? About 30 minutes, Anthony. If you follow the scripts, about 30 minutes. I'm in my uh, skydiving. Nah, dude, I don't do skydiving, but thanks. Uh, I started signing back up tonight. You've been a huge help. Sweet. Got too big for my boots and jumped out. It's all good, man. We'll welcome you back. Have you read Sell It Like Sirhan? No. He didn't send me his book. He sent it to Loida and a bunch of other people in our market, but he didn't send it to me. So I'm kind of upset at Ryan. I'm going to tell him next time I see him. I'll be on stage with him soon. Uh, I'm studying stuff like wearing bright t-shirt colors, maybe affect my client positive vibes. Yeah, of course, dude. Uh, why don't you get leads the way you used to? It's not really required anymore, uh, Junior or JR. Uh, forgive me, brother. I don't know what your name is. Um, it gets to the point where you not only have to look at what you make per hour, bro, but what you want to do, right? And the, being on the phone hours and hours a day and door knocking hours and hours a day doesn't appeal to me like it did before. And there's stuff that I'm doing now that I'm putting time into that over time will make me much more money than any lead in real estate is going to make me do. So I have my team building it the way that I want it to build in real estate, getting the deals that I want to get, and I'm building other businesses on the side for myself and other people on my team that are going to make me millions. So that's not a concern for me. That's an employee question that you're asking me, right? And it's the perspective on your question is too small. If you look a year, two years, three years, then what I'm doing, if you could see the blueprint, it would make sense to you. Yes, modern success is a steal at 97. I already made 11K this month. Ooh, there we go. Killing it, dude. 
How do you deal with people who are unmotivated? How do you deal with people who are unmotivated? You wait until they're motivated, dude. Long term. There we go. Yep. You also make cold calls. I still do the traditional stuff. Uh, Isha, Noreen, I just don't do it like a horse like I used to, right? I jump on calls and, and close people for them. I do lead follow-up. I make some calls to expires. I talk to some FISBOs. If I'm driving around and I see a FISBO or they tell me about an expired, I'll knock them. I still do it. It's just not four or five hours a day of each one like I used to, just robot, robocop, boom, 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 right? <clears throat> Before I even take my course, I'm learning things. Oop, there you go. That's the way to do it, man. Fendi. Hobbies. Uh, I don't even like that word hobby, but I guess you can say boxing would probably fall into a hobby, basketball. Um, and since I'm not an agent, modern success is not for real estate agents, guys, just so you know. I have a lot of realtors in it. About half the program I think is realtors, but it's not just for realtors. It's for everybody. You need help with money management, I got it on there for you. You need help with business, sales skills, communication. We're talking about pickup and dating, being comfortable socially, being a better speaker, all the shit that you need to succeed, okay? Um, but this is what I'm gonna do, guys. Um, I'm gonna end it here. Thank you for being here. We're already at about 40 minutes. I really appreciate everybody being here on the live and um, on Zoom as well. Again, three shout outs. Number one, Team BC Real Estate. We will take care of you. I don't care who you are, where you're from, worldwide. Contact us for real estate services, tbcsold.com, tbcsold at gmail.com. Number two, Modern success. You guys know the value. Go to briancasella.com, go to the coaching tab, get on. That will be the next chapter that will start the best part of your life for sure. And three, EXP Realty. Make sure you join if you're a real estate agent. If you need more information, make sure you contact me. I'll get it to you. Otherwise, go to join.exprealty.com and get on the podcast and get on EXP's agent roster ASAP. Okay? Supreme being, thank you, everybody. We're on Stitcher. Um, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, and Podomatic, okay? We'll see you guys on the next one. Peace out. Stay sexy. Keep hustling. And remember, don't be like the memes.